Hey everybody, this is Best Behavior Creative Club, an original design sensory production, and we're coming to you live from the Governor's Conference on Tourism here in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Chris McAdoo. I'm Brad Carpenter. And we are joined this episode by Clay Walker and Matt Largen. Clay Walker hails from Kingsport, Matt from Williamson County, just south of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Clay, I'll let you go first. Uh, introduce yourself and tell the good folks out there who you are, where you're from, and what do you do? Yeah, I'd be happy to. <laughs> first of all, I think neither Matt nor I are accustomed to being invited to any kind of best behavior uh, anything uh, i would i would agree that's very true uh, it's the, uh, the bad boys here the bad boys of economic development that's how <laughs> well, we're known right the, we it. say it often the nickname will stick the, the more we say it the yes, more it yeah. will stick well i i spent 10 years in the nashville region in gallatin prior to six years ago moving to northeast tennessee to work for network southern partnership marketing sullivan and hawkins counties in tri-cities area and again you know when you leave nashville all my friends like matt and people in the nashville chamber they worry to death about me they, hey hey you doing okay up there in the mountains what's it can i and, clarify it's more yeah. work colleague than friend like <laughs> well, well I, work, I, a work I proximity use, associate yeah, yeah I, work I use associate. the term friend yeah. loosely yeah yeah okay um, yeah. but i tell them you know guys this this place is amazing it, it it's I've never enjoyed being anywhere any more than that. You know, when deciding to go into an economic development job, uh, much uh, of the same things to how can you recruit a company there? Well, do you want to live there? Do this community sell you on wanting to move from Nashville to East Tennessee when anything's going on? And the answer was yes. So I thought we can sell this place. And we have. We've. created about or companies have created we've attracted in the last six years about 4,500 jobs which is a record pace for our county but it's getting the boots on the ground getting our word our message our brand in front of people it's the challenge once we get them on the ground we much like middle Tennessee it becomes an easier sell awesome and uh, Matt yeah, one of the great things, too, let me follow up on what Clay's saying about Team Tennessee is how many assets we have across the state. And it, it's been great having a friend of mine, from actual friend from Middle Tennessee, <laughs> go to, to Kingsport, uh, Sullivan County, that area in East Tennessee, and me getting a chance to get to know it. And I think, again, what sets the state apart is if either one of us are working projects and we see that there's something where our communities could benefit our clients, we call each other and we let each other know. And I don't think that happens in a lot of other states, a lot of other regions around the country. So I'm in Williamson County. I'm actually the first president and CEO of our combined unified chamber of commerce that happened about seven years ago where leadership from the community really had this idea to merge three county chambers together into one. Williamson Inc. is the brand and we are the uh, Office of Economic Development and the Chamber of Commerce for Williamson County. Okay. And we've had a great run over the last decade or so, tremendous growth rates, uh, both in income. And we talk a lot about the kind of companies we recruit, like Mitsubishi Motors, are not just jobs, but they're careers. And they're careers for our kids and our grandkids. And storytelling is incredibly important, especially in a community that sometimes can be challenged with, with some of the things that come as a result of growth. We have to remind our constituents, these are not just jobs, these are careers. And these are careers for your kids, for your grandkids, for your friends, families, and neighbors. Well, that was that was pretty good. You kind of 
And wrapped it up right there. Well, it's <laughs> great. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, good to be here. You know what's kind of funny? Until you said that, Matt, I never thought about that. It had happened before I got there, but that's Network's story of taking this mm, two cities, yeah. Bristol and Kingsport, in the county, and that's right. why I formed my organization as well. Yeah. Well, talk to us. Uh, I think both of you guys touched on something that I think is it is special to this area, but it's particularly special to think people that want to succeed that rising tide, that cooperation. Mm, mm-hmm. So tell me some of the ways that you guys make sure that you are cooperating, make sure that you are looking out for each other, and not just for you guys, but for anyone across you know, right. anyone across the state. Yeah. Yeah. I think what the Nashville Chamber of Commerce did decades ago to set up the partnership group that started back in the late 80s, early 90s, and continues through the day, the next iteration is Partnership 2030, really got everybody on the same page. And I will say, one of the benefits for Middle Tennessee is that it's easier to cooperate when everybody is winning, when you when you have an, when, when things are going well. It makes yeah. it a lot easier, but it doesn't guarantee that you have that collaboration. And I think because we respect each other, we respect our communities, we get to know our, our, our neighbors' communities, we really get a sense of what it means for, for your neighbors to be successful. And I think, too, we understand that companies don't see geographic or political boundaries. Okay. When they come to a community, they're coming to a region. And as long as we're we're prospect focused, we're focused on their needs, not our own, it makes it much easier to create and sustain this uh, environment of collaboration. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, I, I came to Gallatin from working for a large regional group in Western Kentucky. And when I was sitting around my new friends from Middleton to see, they were talking openly about companies' names they were talking to. Not just, and I thought, man, this trust is tremendous. I've never seen huh. anything. But, and, you know, Matt made an interesting point about when you're winning, it's a lot easier yeah. to work regionally. But that's where it started, too. I mean, Nashville wasn't always Nashville. Sure. And yeah. they were cooperating. That, that helped lead them to this. And, right. and we're kind of trying to duplicate that playbook in Northeast Tennessee. Yeah. And having worked with the uh, Nashville Chamber, and, and again, as far as Team Tennessee goes, one of our recent projects, uh, an advanced manufacturing firm, uh, the Nashville Chamber could find anything here, and they sent the consultant to us, yeah. and we landed them. So wow. yeah, I, I never look when people say, how do you compete with Nashville? I say, we don't. Right. We work with Nashville. We're, we're Team Tennessee, and yeah, it's four hours away, but we, we're, we're Tennesseans, and we do a lot of things together. Yeah. And I would say it takes decades to build trust, about five minutes to lose it. Yep. So it's not something that is just automatic or accidental, it takes constant work to develop and build those relationships to make sure that trust is still there. So before this, Matt and I have known each other 17 years, and so for about seven, we've trusted each other, <laughs> and, and by the end of this podcast, we might not. <laughs> It'll all just be... I'd say we definitely, we definitely won't. It's a nice experiment we're doing. I think it's we're doing like some sort of like marriage counseling, you know, like... <laughs> Just if like, I had a dime yeah. every time I've heard someone say that to you and I, I could retire. Right there is now. a theme. Yeah. It does appear to be a theme. Yes. Oh. Well, let's let's dig in a little bit. You said a really interesting thing, Matt, about focusing on their needs. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, uh, more than quotes our needs. Right. And so, what are some of the I guess, what are some of the reasons behind that sure. that kind of make you focus like that? And then some. what are the ways that we pull that off? Right. That, I think that's it, right? And I think, you know, so many times 
buzzwords sort of come and they lose their meaning, like servant leadership, right? You hear that everywhere, and I think it's gotten to the point where everybody says it, so it becomes meaningless. We take that topic and that concept very seriously, and for us, servant leadership is putting our needs second and the client's needs first. And, and, and our community's needs as well. So, you know, we look for what kind of prospects and companies are gonna grow our economy in a strategic way. What kind of companies are gonna come in, fill a niche, or bring jobs that turn into careers yeah. for, again, our friends, family, and neighbors. And so I think it really is making sure that we are attuned to the needs specifically of our company. And I, I used to work in political campaigns, and this is the best way I can explain it, but I had a campaign <laughs> manager one time that said, 99% of the things you do in this campaign won't matter at all because every other candidate's doing. It's that 1% mm. that's gonna make a difference, win or lose, but here's the trick. You don't know what that 1% is. And so we operate with that mentality in our organization, so we do everything we can to the absolute best of our abilities, and we really do, as, as the, as the uh, saying goes, sweat the details of these projects. Well, well details is a key word, and I, and I think that you know one of the things that I try to teach my uh, son growing up uh, uh, he's a very smart kid obviously the apple didn't fall far from the tree uh, miles no, away miles, miles away <laughs> it's, I really think it's the respect and the mutual admiration yeah. you guys have that's yeah. what it is so it really comes but, out but, in, these, but, in these conversations but I, but I would tell Ty that some things he could cut corners on and I, I said well you know habits how you do one thing is kind of how you do the other mm -hmm. things. You have to work hard, sweat those yeah. details, pay attention. And mm -hmm. we never, and, and in Middle Tennessee, one thing that, and I, and I loved my time here, one thing that was consistent, and we kind of held each other accountable, yeah. but we never cut a corner, took anything for granted. Mm -hmm. it went, when things are good, yeah. you know in this business, tomorrow it's, so uh, yeah, you, yep. you're, and, and, your success is uh, short-lived. It's what have you done today? Right. So right. You, you can't rest on those laurels. And I, I think, true. you know, we're, we're all type A competitive people who do economic development. But I think it's apparent, uh, not just in talking to me and Matt, but when you walk the floor. Tennessee, we all get along very well. Yeah. And we all, we, we hold each other to a very high standard of professionalism. And, and it starts with respect and uh, we, and, and, and the respect we've, we take to this profession. I think we all take yeah. this profession so seriously because uh -huh. we all realize the good this profession can do for a community and a family. And I think that's what I've learned a lot from Clay is what does it mean on the ground when you actually bring a company in or help a company expand your community? Well, what it means is that family can now afford to send their kid to college. Mm -hmm. That family can now afford to improve their station in life. There's so much uh, nobility that comes from a job, but also resources a job provides. It provides meaning and purpose. And to get a chance to do this in this profession, it's a really special thing. Well, I want to kind of go back to that building of trust, right? Like you said, like a piggy bank fills up, but yeah. then it doesn't yeah. take much to break it. That's right. Yeah. So talk about building that trust, building those communities, bringing those companies in that do support those careers, that support mm -hmm. those families. What happens when there are challenges? And what kind of challenges do you face? Does the does a community face? Does economic development? Does the state face? And then, how do you use hopefully that trust and cooperation to deal with those kind of things? 
I was uh, at the luncheon today. I sat next to a, a county commissioner from another county, who's economic developer, is a very good friend of mine, and he was saying, "How are things where you are?" And uh, w one of the things that we touched upon is transparency, ownership, mm -hmm. uh, candor. Uh, to, to me, that's for political leadership. The same with our companies, that we show our companies when they have an issue. We try to attack it large and small. We partner with them. We try to figure it out. You don't always do that. Some problems are beyond us. But when people see you making the sincere effort and they know they have you in their yeah. corner, they will keep yeah. coming back to you and they will fight those battles with you. And to me, that's it. Just, just sincerely and openly and transparently working together and uh, just keep it all out in the open then you can't help but trust each other. Yeah, I, Clay said it incredibly well. I think trust is something that happens over time, right? You have to earn somebody's trust. Sure. And you earn somebody's trust by the way you treat them and the, and the way that you act. And I think you just act with openness and transparency and, and candor and, and a really sincere desire to help solve their problem. I tell my kids all the time, you know, the idea of following your passion for your job is is great if you can monetize that passion, but but not all passions can be monetized, right? I tell my kids instead, think about solving a problem. That's what makes you indispensable, and I think that's what also sort of leads to career interest and aptitude long term. Yeah, and that's why Matt is in economic development. He just uses his interpretive dance as a hobby and not yep. to make a living. That's very true. That I can't, I can't right. wait for the performance after this. It's gonna be yeah. great. Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, it's very true. From an interpretive dance to boxing. Being in your, being, being in somebody's corner. Right. We um, use a lot of metaphors here. We can speak in all metaphors. We the rest can speak of this the, the rest of it. We're, can all be, we're all going to get home runs. Sometimes home runs. you just get a, a good ground double. It is. And synergy is what matters. Synergy and being able to think outside the box. When you were talking about those buzzwords, I was, I was thinking regionalism and synergy and yeah, yeah all those. You really good. unpack this. Yes. Let's take a deep dive. Let's put a pen. Evergreen. 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 Oh, evergreen. 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 Well, let's yes. put a pen in that for now. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Just to be clear. On. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's, it's literally all of the edits that we make to almost every document that's, that, that is produced. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, okay. So we have talked about cooperation. We've talked about developing trust. We've talked about being in each other's corner, regardless of what corner that is. But knowing that somebody's got your back yeah. means a lot, right? So that's what true. is next for you guys, both challenge and opportunity-wise, for do you think that the state of Tennessee and economic development, as well as personally in your own communities? I, I'm on an endless quest to monetize interpretive dance, but until <laughs> until, uh, until that I takes can, until hold. that until I can get there, YouTube uh, do uh, it. until yeah. YouTube, you're right. I want to live right. in that world. <laughs> live in that world. Yeah, that's right. When you can monetize interpretive dance, uh, but until that 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 day comes. I think, it, you know, one of the things in Williamson County, I think Middle Tennessee is facing this, is the pushback on growth. Sure. And I think really what it's, what it, 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 the onus is on economic developers, chambers of commerce, elected leaders to talk about the benefits of growing in a strategic, thoughtful, plan intentional way. And so we, we face a lot of headwinds when it comes to people who maybe don't understand or don't take the time to understand the benefits of of a growing community and what that means, again, for that career, for their friends and family uh, and their neighbors. And so we've got to spend a lot of time educating, honestly, on why we still do economic development in a county with 2.5% unemployment rate. And it's a constant challenge and a constant communication. And I still haven't figured out 
quite the best way to communicate that message. Well, I think it's interesting because we're, we're kind of on the other end of that spectrum. We have an aging, stagnant mm. population, mm. And, and, and we're trying to generate growth, and we're, we're shifting to more of a talent attraction, people mm. attraction state. My uh, colleague in Washington County, uh, Mitch Miller, has done some great things on that, so we're, we're partnering with him on that. And uh, rather than reinvent, the, again, just good common sense. Why, why not just piggyback on what he started rather than reinvent it? And so, so we're we're looking at that. And then product development with the state's help, they've done a lot of great develop great programs for site development grants mm-hmm. to partner with communities. And uh, so we're developing sites. We're up in the mountains where it's it's gorgeous, but it costs a lot more to develop our industrial parts there. Without the state's help, we probably would be running out of product. And so those are kind of our two main focus right now. I mean, again, if economic development was extremely, you could be just a little smart and work hard and do well at this, and that's why Matt and I do this. I know. It's a good thing that economic development doesn't take a whole lot of intellectual yeah. capacity. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically the two elements you need, yeah. you need a place to put a business. Yeah. And the people work, and people, people to work, there. To work there. Yeah. So that's what we're working on. You Those know, the, the two things. things. And, yeah, this we're could, this could have been a very short we're, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dirt, power, <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah. Peoples. That's it. I think what we're looking at here too is you were saying you're, you know, the issues with like how do you tell that story? Because mm-hmm. it has to yeah. be a story, not just of we got the best people right. and the most land and the right. prettiest mountains and the and the deepest rivers. Because right. everybody says that. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it doesn't make your place unique. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter how deep your river is. <laughs> you don't have the talent. Wow, right? Just to make that down. It doesn't sure, matter how deep your river sure is. I how to, how to go with that. But it's, in, <laughs> but it's interesting you say that. So we do an economic forum every year called Outlook Williamson. And really okay. is, it, it's, I'll be honest, it's a glorified pep rally for Williamson County. But, but it's more about, you know, what are the reasons why you should invest here? What's the future look like? Sure. Right? We always have developers. And this year we did something different. Before each session, I actually I, I showed a, a photo of, of a family and, and, and individual people, and I told their stories. You know, this is a woman who uh, grew up here, who went to college in Chicago and came back for Tractor Supply Company to work there. This is a woman who grew up in Franklin, worked in nonprofits her whole life, really couldn't get ahead in her career. Hardy's comes to town from Los Angeles. She finally gets that corporate job that allows her and her family to afford a house in Franklin. Right. This is a woman wow. who's who's working at I think at Tractor Supply as well, who moved from outside the area here to start a family. So, I think that resonated when you can actually put a face on the kind of work we do on a regular basis. Uh, it's what this is also what motivates us as those people. Right. I mean, that's, that's true. That's what drives us. Uh, <clears throat> you summed it up there, but I'll so I'll go in a different direction about the best people and everybody says that but but showing it too right and um in one of my favorite stories to show what kind of spirit your community has in kingsport um years ago the husband of a uh, alderman was from the northeast and he they moved to kingsport and they love the community they said you know what i'd like to have for kingsport when i grew up where i grew up we had carousels in all the parks i want carousel and his wife famously said we'll have that when pigs fly and so he unfortunately he was diagnosed with cancer and so the community said well, you know what do we do we got to do something for him 
citizens paid money to go to school and learn to carve carousel wow. uh, um, horses and other animals. Carve them, pay, and they built this beautiful carousel that sits uh, by the farmers market today. And and Matt, again, yeah. Matt's come every time yeah. I have friends from Middle Tennessee or anywhere yeah. come in. One of the things we do is we take them and their kids. That's right. We go ride the carousel. I go pick out some of the people I haven't met. Some of the huh. people who haven't met and they're no longer with us go in their honor, ride the animal they made. Wow. Uh, Mr. Yo uh, passed away prior to seeing the carousel complete but there's uh at the ticket counter the last little animal that was carved i believe by his wife above the is a pig with wings a flying pig and when you so it you put the true story sometimes we have great people and i I don't tell that story very well our city manager chris mccart in kingsport can because he lived it he was with the city during that time and the pride yeah. that the community has, it really tells about what we're about in, North, right. in Northeast Tennessee. Uh, so yeah. something other than just, hey, we have great people, it, put something to that's it. That's right. It's easy put to say, to that. yeah. Just we'll sweat the details. That's right. It's yeah. easy to say people are kind and giving. There's a real world example of how yeah. kind and giving a community is. And, and I bet there's not a lot of communities like that who could tell that kind of story. That is and ama- like that is a story of Tennessee right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. just it's it's, it's makes me proud. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. a community I, it's coming together. And it's a volunteer a, state, right? It yeah, is. Well, and yeah. I use I've started to use the term authentically welcoming. In Williamson okay. County, 60% of the people who live in our community aren't even from the state of Tennessee. So huh. we have to continue if we want to grow in a strategic way, be authentically welcoming to companies, the employees who relocate and people across the country who can become and be woven into the fabric of Williamson County. Well, I appreciate you guys hanging out with us, you know, for a little while this afternoon. Is there anything else that you would like to say, particularly for somebody that is, I mean, they could be in, you know, economic development, they could be in tourism, they could be in, they could just be trying to find that career. Right. They could be one of the people that are part of these stories. What do you tell to somebody, you know, right now that's trying to find their way or trying to find their community's voice? Wow. Wow. I, I think, you know, Matt hit a word that's key, authentic. Yeah. You know, I mean, you you, you have to be true to who you are and be, yeah, this is so cliche and terrible, again, back to, hey, but man. you do be the best you. You know, I mean, we don't try to be Williamson County. Right. Right, right, right. Now, that's where I think you get off course. Yeah, Is when you that. look and you say, I want what they want. You're not them. Right. You can't Maximize be, what that, you that are, what a, you have, yep, and do yeah. that. Communities do that. You need to do that as a person. Right. I, I think it's, and 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 you know everybody thinks they're self-aware. I mean by definition, right? right, <laughs> if, if right. You, yeah. But right. but if but find out, get surround yourself by with people who would tell you honestly. You know, I, I live I live in downtown Kingsport in a loft. It's beautiful uh, place to live. Lots of activity, except for on Thursday nights when the bar across the street has karaoke night. <laughs> and when I'm walking in, I always think, why don't those people have friends to tell them they're not really good? <laughs> you, know, you, need, you need friends who would tell you the truth. That's right, self-awareness. And, and so that you, but, but, but be who you are. Right. And, and, and you know, I, I, I turned 56 my last birthday. Two birthdays before that, I finally realized I'm not going to play for the Yankees. Uh, I don't know. I, st- I think you still got a chance. You got it in you, man. Thanks. Maybe I 
you all right, never mind. You Bad don't. story. No, you don't. No, no, but but you never did. You, you, yeah, but but you do. I mean, know who you are, what your strengths yeah. are, and how can I build my career for that? As a community, what can we build with what right. we have here? And if that's not what you want to be, find out what you need to go acquire. That's don't, right. don't just try to build it. No. Go, go acquire and, what you and, need to and do. And for that. God's sakes, don't think marketing is going to fix it. I mean, it's that's not. That's right. I mean, that's, I. you know, you can come up with the best slogan that you yeah, want yeah, in the right. world. That's not going to fix. Like where Tennessee begins his business. That's a good one. That's a great one. I'm not talking about that one. That's authentic. It is authentic. It is yeah. authentic. I know. Because it's literally true, right? Yeah. It is. Of, yeah. But anyway, I think... For a community, everything Clay says is exactly right. Don't 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 try to be the next Silicon Valley. Right. Don't try to be the next Research Triangle Park. You will just be your. I mean, our profession can be trendy sometimes. It was biotech. It was green tech. You know, find out what your community assets are, build upon those, and then make sure you chart your path to get there. Don't just think a slogan is going to fix everything. Secondly, I would say engage as a citizen. Engage. I think. The best communities are the ones with the best leadership. And we talk all a lot in Williamson County. Our success is built on generations of leaders that decided in the 80s we're going to have the best education system mm. in the southeast. Yeah. And that's what built success. So find those people in your community who can engage and be that community champion, who can help uh, really take your community, I don't want to say the next level because that's cliche-ish, but in a way that provides prosperity for all of your residents. You take it up a notch. Take it up a notch. Take it up a notch. There if, we go. if you guys could do me one favor, Matt said one thing that certainly stuck out to me. I want that soundbite of him saying, everything Clay says is exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. And I'm, I'm going to play that to you over and over. Say that. That would not be authentic. <laughs> That's what you said. Or accurate. Did I say that? You said that. I said that. I didn't say everything. I, I, it's now. It will be. Yeah. It's 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 gone to tape. We're gonna need. We're gonna need so, this. We're gonna need this added. If you guys wanna, um, uh, Matt, where can people learn more about Williamson County? Yeah. So WilliamsonChamber.com is the website. Uh, VisitFranklin.com is another great website for tourism. And then if they wanna just reach out, it's Matt. M A T T at WilliamsonChamber.com. Happy to help any way I can. Awesome, Clay. Uh, networks. TN.com. Yeah, I was just thinking, I've been in this business long enough. We used to go conferences and debate, ask speakers, should we have a website? <laughs> but yeah, it's networkstn.com. Uh, go check, go click on community videos. I was going to say, they have, have one two. of the best videos I've ever seen produced for a community. Uh, yeah, thanks very much. And uh, so shout out to Dana Glenn, mm -hmm. uh, our marketing Great director. Um, How many views? Oh, a guy, I can't even. Uh, just make up a number. Nobody's going to check. Well, we, in our first video the first year we had about a half a million that's great. views and that's uh, great. yeah we get great traffic but um yeah networkstn.com you can find all that good stuff awesome well guys i appreciate um i appreciate you and what we've just heard over the past few minutes uh are some great stories about playing baseball about interpretive dance but most <laughs> of all what i heard was um the stories of community cooperation and stories well told Right. Yeah. So anyway, we did a pretty thanks. good job, I think. How about yeah. that? Yeah, well, you, you never know what rabbit holes we're going to run down. That's very true. <laughs> all right. Thank well, you all I am, for the time. We appreciate it. I yeah, am Chris McAdoo, and this is Best Behavior Creative Club, an original design sensory production live from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks, y'all.